Live from the Tech Talk studios hey. in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. It's time for Tech Talk, your Friday morning drive show. Well, we hope that you get a little bit of laughter, a little bit of fun, a lot of education, and hopefully for Monday morning motivation, you've listened to us. My co-host, really the host of the show, Dr. Jay Greenstein. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Betty, how's it going? What's up, brother? Great to see you, man. It is good to see you. Uh, typically, you know, Thursdays are busy. We usually see each other uh, a few times for the week. And we do. so we've seen each other this week, got a lot of things going on. And uh, again, it's a blessing to be able to spend time with you on this radio show. And we, we always got great guests, but today we, we got a, we got two guests with the day. Double the fun, man. Double the fun. Double the fun, father and son. So Take it, take it away, Jay. Let's get them introduced and get this conversation going. Absolutely. So it is my pleasure to introduce Dr. Stuart Hoffman and Eric Hoffman from Cairo Secure. Um, I have known Stuart now, God, Stuart, like it's probably been more than a decade that we've been on the Chiropractic Summit together. Yes. And, and it, that's just been a privilege to serve with you. Um, you are so highly respected. Everybody in the room, when you talk, it's like EF Hutton, man, people listen. And it's just great to be able to be in that room with you and hear your leadership and hear you know, your important and thoughtful comments that you make about moving the profession forward. So welcome today, sir. And then also we have your son, Mr. Eric Hoffman, who, is, uh, who has been a previous guest on TED Talk and now is back joining back his again. dad. So, so glad, glad to have you guys. Thanks, Thanks for having us. And uh, a little too kind, Jay. Uh, thank you for the nice words. And yeah, we've served together, but we've also uh, crossed paths through a lot of circles uh, because we're both uh, road warriors of sorts. <laughs> and, you know, uh, there's a certain amount of us that are consistently involved in trying to do things to move the profession, as you indicated. And you're certainly up there and I appreciate the relationship as well. So, well, thank you. And so is Brad and Brad is now a member of the summit, yep. which yep. is super exciting. And he has been donating not just his time, but his financial resources to move our profession forward for the chiropractic future strategic plan. So we, that, that's not today's topic of conversation, but it should be acknowledged because he has been instrumental in helping to shape our future. So Brad, Absolutely. much, much kudos to you, brother. So yep. Stuart, I'm, I'm super curious about, and, and I know the audiences as well, about your chiropractic journey, man. So like, how did you even start out like in this field? Well, my great grandmother used to go to Willie Weisberg, the chiropractor in, I don't know, the 1930s, 40s, maybe a little bit later than that in That's the amazing. Bronx, New York. And uh, she lived to the oldest age of anyone in the family uh, at that point in time. And um, my family was always friendly to the chiropractic world. Uh, and my brother, Bob, who a lot of people know, uh, maybe a lot more than me in a lot of circles, uh, he was the first one to become a chiropractor. And it was because of a personal experience he had. And uh, the chiropractor got great results uh, with that. It wasn't because he had low back pain, by the way. 
it was because he had mono. And hmm. in a week's time, his blood test came back normal. And uh, the medical doctor thought that was probably a false positive originally or a false negative now. And uh, it couldn't have been the chiropractor, but that was the only thing that was different in his case. And from there, it intrigued him enough to go learn. And he actually went with the chiropractor we had been seeing uh, to meetings and to learn. And he decided to go to school. And then my oldest brother went to school uh, down in Atlanta. I went to visit him. And I went to visit him after I had a severe car accident, you know, little too much to get into for today. But, uh, you know, I deal with risk management. Eric deals with risk management. But we're talking, you know, 50 years ago almost. And uh, my brother actually came into the hospital and adjusted a semi-comatose 18-year-old. Wow. And um, three hours later, my vitals were normal and I was able to be moved to a facility that can help at the time. But it took uh, almost a year to recuperate. And I had gone down to Atlanta to visit. And it's interesting that we're talking about this because we were just uh, at Jerry Klum's um, uh, celebration of life. Yeah, celebration of life. And it was Jerry Klum that sat me down and said, get it together and get your classes done, enroll. And as I said there, as I say everywhere, uh, when Jerry Klum told you to do something, you didn't talk about it. You just got it done. And, uh, and I never looked back, you know, my journey in the profession has shifted a number of times, but you know, uh, I'm a chiropractor, uh, not just by licensure or uh, profession, but by heart. I love it. So when you graduated school, Stuart, where did you, where did you go? Where did you go to start your practice? Yeah. Uh, well, my oldest brother was brand new uh, setting up practice in Michigan. And a lot of the people that I looked at as mentors were in Michigan. So I went and worked with him for a while. Uh, I decided to stay somewhat local to there. Uh, and set up practice in Michigan. I had uh, a number of offices. Uh, and then when Eric was four or five years old, uh, we decided, you know what, Michigan was great, but we're going out west, uh, especially where it's nice and warm. And I wasn't strong enough to shovel all that snow every winter. <laughs> no, not at that time. Uh, but they really screwed him on the difference of getting into kindergarten on the East Coast versus the West Coast. Uh, and he's never let that one go. But uh, we moved out to Arizona. Uh, I didn't practice in Arizona. And I decided to literally help other doctors get up and practice, some as partnerships, some as employees, uh, and had a, a cluster of offices here in Arizona. And um, at some point, ChiroSecure, which was a volunteer job once upon a time, uh, needed somebody to take it over and run it. And uh, that's when I turned it into a business structure and took it on. And, you know, uh, here we are today. And you know, so just, so, just so everybody, I'm sure people know, but just in case there's a few that don't, can you just share what the Cairo Secure brand is. Yeah, Cairo Secure was 
formed about 32 years ago. Originally, the intent was Jim Gregg up in Michigan was the president of the ICA at the time and said, hey, we want a program that we can promote to our doctors. And uh, no one thought I would get it done. It was just a mission uh, I was tasked with. Uh, all I wanted to really do was be the program chairman because I love doing that. He said, but we need this. I said, well, I'll do that if I can run the program. So I had two jobs. and But it was because there was only two real competitors at the time, at right? The time. And they weren't highly re regarded, at least then, well, for your circle. Yeah, in our circle. Because, yeah. you know, again, times change. We have good competition today. But in Michigan, at that time, uh, it was a more conservative attitude uh, in the chiropractic world. And it would have been a no-no to think about NCMIC in those days. And OUM was a brand new carrier uh, at that time. Uh, but we wanted something different. And I made the right contacts. Uh, we had a select group of five of us uh, that really put it together. And, you know, it's been a trip. Uh, I love it. Uh, I love taking care of our doctors. Eric can definitely attest to it. He's got two brothers in the business as well. And uh, that's a really meaningful thing for me. But at the same time, our doctors get to experience something a little bit different because we do feel their calls all day long. We encourage them not to wait until after the fact. We want to be proactive, which is the chiropractic attitude and philosophy to begin with. And uh, once someone said to me, you know, if you take this role on with ChiroSecure, these doctors simply become your patients. And if you treat them that way, then it'll explode just like your practice. And that has certainly held true for us. And that holds true for our entire uh, office because everybody knows that they represent the Hoffman family every time they pick up a phone, send an email, you know, anything that happens. Not that mistakes don't happen. They do anywhere and everywhere. Uh, that's a given. But uh, it's taken very serious, uh, at least from our end of things, uh, on how we treat people and take care of them. It's a great story. I love it. That is a great story. Gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break uh, to recognize our sponsors. We'll be right back. Eric, I'm going to come back with some questions for you in this situation. This is Tech Talk. I'm Brad Koss, my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein. Our guests today, Eric and Stuart Hoffman. We'll be right back. Damn, damn, damn. Let's slow it down. With the hot data jocks of talk. Ooh. It's Tech Talk. Welcome to Infinity. We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user-friendly. This is the public side. You can log into your personal web portal here. This is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing is simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these blue numbers. 
To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your Infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you. Your weekly dose of talk. Get, get ready. With the data jocks of talk. Starting your weekend outright with the data jocks of talk. It's TikTok. Well, welcome back. It's TikTok. I'm Brad Cost, my co host, the one and only, the data duck talk, Dr. Jay Greenstein. Jay, buddy, we've been talking here with the Hoffmans, but I want to focus in on Eric now for a minute. Eric, you've grown up in this chiropractic family. What, what is it like? being part of that family and then coming into it from the business aspect. Tell me a little bit about your life and history from that, that perspective. Yeah. So as your listeners, some of them may relate to growing up in a, a chiropractic family means going to lots of seminars, talking to lots <laughs> of chiropractors. For those uh, people who remember DE seminars, that was essentially my childhood. Um, so I got to meet the who's who of the chiropractic world, which when you're a kid means nothing, it's just, you know, who's around, but now in hindsight, it's, it's quite interesting and wild to, to think back on, you know, shaking Sid Williams hand, shaking Jerry Klum's hand, you know, those, those leaders in the profession that brought it to where we are today, uh, you know, you as a kid, you get to sit down and have dinner with them or see them at a seminar. Those are the, the, you know, memories that come back as a child in the profession. So that's what I think back to when, when I was a kid, besides just, you know, watching my dad do what he does. Um, and then getting older, I, my dad will attest to this, that I said from my mid teenage years through college, I'm never going to work <laughs> at Cairo Secure. <laughs> I want to do my own thing. I want to build my own company. And lo and behold, graduating, he needed some help, and I was I was the guy to do it. So I came in right out of school. We we worked together, and we built it to to where it is today. Uh, mostly him, sometimes me, and um, yeah, I, it, it's been a fascinating journey and. Uh, I've I've learned a ton watching him. So, did you ever think about becoming a chiropractor yourself? I yeah, I had one thought, maybe one time, but that that quickly <laughs> left. <laughs> was your was your dad trying to encourage you and hook you? And uh, like, he can Come tell on. you about that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it it wasn't really my path. I was never. Maybe it's because I was in that world and it was just normal to me that. 
I wanted to do something different. And I have always been fascinated just with business in general. And I wanted to, to create a business, to build a business, to be in that world, to experience the entrepreneurship, et cetera. And luckily I, I get to, and I got to inside a company because you know, at the time when I started, we were growing and there was a lot of opportunity to make changes and do different things to expand. So that's, that's been my desire most of my life versus the, the healthcare path. You know, I, I've had opportunity to be asked that about my boys so many times. And the fact of the matter is, is that I haven't practiced in over 30 years. And when uh, I was in practice, Eric's oldest brother, Jordan, was still a little kid. And he would chase me around the office because he'd come and take care of people with me. And Eric was, you know, once in a while in there, but he was still a little bit too young and too little. Uh, and Brandon was, you know, done. You know, he was just born. So I think that uh, if I had continued that path and they had been really dipped into that business in that world, it may have been a different thought or attitude or whatever, uh, but they're, they're in the chiropractic lifestyle one way or another. And I just thought that was an yeah. interesting uh, question you had for him. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really interesting being a co-host on Tech Talk here that it's amazing the connections that it is generational business. There is absolutely no question about that. Probably hands down 85, 90% of the guests that we have on their, their father, grandfather, there was some connection to chiropractic or the other common denominator that we see is uh, when I was in high school, I injured, I had a sports injury and the MD couldn't do anything. And I had a friend that knew a chiro and bada bing, bada boom. And then I decided this is what I want to do for my life. So those are the two common rules, but the cool thing about Eric is he found a pathway back to the family business, even though he's not a, a practicing Cairo, he has found a pathway back to the family business. And now you're doing your own business and entrepreneurial things that are sort of related to that, uh, which is why you were a guest on a previous uh, episode of Tech Talk, Eric. That's right. Um, yeah. Do you feel like you're hooked still into the business, although you're, you're springing off on yourself? Yeah, I'll always have hooks. Uh, I always say the, the profession itself, it has long and wide tentacles like you were talking about, and it captures and keeps everybody in at least with one foot, you know, let alone two, sometimes three. Um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll always be within the profession to, to, uh, to some degree. And, you know, I, I like to affect change everywhere that I can, because at the end of the day, Growing the profession means healthier people. It means, you know, better results at the end of the day for patients and practitioners alike. And so our goal, I think, collectively has always been to make the profession better and more efficient. And that's, you know, what I'm looking to do. Yeah, I fully agree with you on that. I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit of, I was a little bit of an outsider, but now I've sort of, I've been adopted and accepted by a lot of, uh, and I got a lot of amazing friends like Jay yeah. uh, around America that, that have pulled me right into it. And I love it. And I've developed a passion. Uh, 
sometimes I feel like I have more passion than a lot of the chiropractors <laughs> out there. Yeah, uh, probably. Them and, you know, say, hey, I get on board. And so I'm trying to help do that and, and mentor and lead in some of those aspects. So kudos to you, Eric. Thank you. And uh, what you've done with your family business. Yeah. And I want to give you a shout out also, Eric, just in case people missed the, uh, the episode. Um, it's chirojobs.com, correct? <laughs> Yes. So check it out. Eric is building a great marketplace for chiropractors and people who are looking for jobs or positions. Um, it's really well done. Like Brad and I are in the tech space. And so Brad, a lot more experience than me. I'm still relatively new, but like looking at what you've done, Eric, it's been, it's really remarkable. And I'm really excited to see where your, your journey takes you. So guys and gals, Thank check you. it out. Chirojobs.com. Appreciate it, Jay. That was great. And you can see why uh, every day, I feel blessed because, you know, this is one of three and, you know, nothing but uh, the ability to be proud uh, and thankful uh, for our family and what we get to do. Yeah, that's great. Stuart, I'm really curious. Um, you've had a, like a very um, impactful career and and I, I really am curious to know, and we have a lot of listeners out there that are, that are entrepreneurial or aspire to be presidents or CEOs, and you've done it, you've done it well. Um, what, are, what, are, what lessons have you learned? What advice would you share with those docs that maybe feel like they're kind of hitting the ceiling? You know, they can't break through to that next level. They don't know how to get through that big challenge or obstacle. What's like one of the best pieces of advice that you could give to help the entrepreneur? Uh, you know, grow their practice, grow their impact. Yeah, well, I think that there's a couple of things uh, on that. Number one, just know that you can be an instant success as long as you're prepared for taking 30 years uh, of hard work. Uh, you know, everyone uh, forgets that part of it is the actual work behind it. But, you know, I've always gone based on the concept of, First, taking care of people the way you want to be taken care of. You know, even in our team here, we talk about if you call uh, a company and you have a bad experience or even a neutral experience, it is so forgettable at best. But it's the wow factor that you give to people that makes a difference. And, you know, I think that that can be true uh, in anything that we do. It's not just about insurance. It's not even just about taking care of patients, but it is that wow factor. And last but not least is I believe that a chiropractor's number one role isn't about adjusting or checking people's x-rays or this or that. I think a chiropractor's job is the same as anybody. It is to be an influencer. And I know that word is used in social media and everything else, but I don't mean it specifically in that way. But we have to influence people in a positive way, in a positive mindset, in a positive physical uh, uh, ability. And when we do that, we literally change the community around us and we become magnetic. And you can't help but to have people flocking to you when you're giving. And David Singer, you know, 40 years ago, uh, taught me the one phrase that I never, ever forget. It's outflow creates inflow. Mm -hmm. 
And I live by that because you also can't outgive the giver, you know, just cliches, but they're really true. And it's always better to be, um, it's better to be humble in what you're doing. And at the same time, to be able to be very generous in what you're doing. And generosity comes in many forms. It's not just money. People instantly think, oh, I'll give a lot of money. I don't have it to give. No, but you have your heart to give. You have your time to give. Uh, and right. you have your empathy to give to people. And when you make that connection, you now have a relationship. And the relationship is what builds business. Well said, well said. Yeah, Eric, well said. But th there's there's no reason in my eyes that you can't contribute back to this profession. You know, it, it, there are so many different ways, even if it's just an hour a month, give back to the larger group of leaders and, and the army that's trying to fight some battles to make sure, in my eyes, that this profession exists next decade and the decade after that, because we're really at a, a, a point in time, this profession could change in a lot of negative ways. Yep. If, if we don't come together in that army and do that, I, I just, um, I, I just feel very strongly that anybody can contribute even a tiny amount. Those tiny amounts collectively make a big change. And when I go and speak, and even when Eric goes out and speaks at certain groups, we always try to remind people, uh, no matter what school you went to, even if I am part of that institution or not, never ever forget where you came from and always give back. And that's yeah. the only way to perpetuate what we do and what we have. And then we hope to cultivate the next generation of leadership. And, you know, even with uh, Jerry Klum's passing and many others, but the question becomes instantly, well, there's never gonna be another Jerry Klum. And I believe that's true, but who's next to step up and fill a void? And that's what we always get to look at. And I think when I talk about influence, I think our influence is part of that by cultivating younger chiropractors and helping them to take that stepping stone into a leadership role so that the profession can be aided and advanced. Yeah. Well, you know, one of my public talks is uh, talking about time and we, we only have a certain allotted amount of time from the beginning to the end. Yep. And you never know when that end is coming. And you got to be prepared and you got to get everything that you want to get done in between those two barriers. Yes. So it's really all about time. And it's about if you're going to be a leader or contributor, you got to do it before that end barrier comes. With that, we're going to take another quick break to recognize our sponsors. We'll be right back. This is Tech Talk. I'm Brad Cost, my co-host, the one and only Dr. Jay Greenstein. Come on back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Jay Greenstein. With me today is Dr. Jay Greenstein. Dr. Jay Greenstein. The world around us and healthcare specifically is changing at an exponential pace. Chiropractic is perfectly positioned like we have never been right now today to be more successful and to be more impactful 
for the communities and patients that we serve. There are all sorts of evidence-based guidelines that, that support the use of non-pharmacological approaches. But what I want America to know is that health doesn't come from a pill. It's our responsibility as healthcare providers to educate the community about the evidence that exists. We really need to have a private practice app, something that will help us engage with our patients in ways that they've never experienced before. The intersection of technology and quality care is where the future of healthcare is at, and I'm really excited to bring that forward in the future. Spreading the love. You're listening to the tech slot. It's TikTok. So we all feel it. Rent or dining out, gasoline or movies. As a matter of fact, the dollar is not going as far for a whole host of reasons. And it's impacting everybody, regardless of your financial situation. Did you know that 38% of the overall population is having to reconsider how they're spending their money just to afford the healthcare they need? And if you break it down further, 26% have actually delayed the healthcare that they need, including going to see you, the chiropractor. So here's what we need to know about the breakdown in demographics. You would think that someone who's making $120,000 or more would be continuing their care right now. But the actual number is 18%. 18% of that group is actually putting off healthcare. And that's a group of people making six figures. When you take that same information all the way down to a group making 40,000, that number's much higher. It's closer to 40%. So it's never been more important than now to make sure you've made it easy for your patients to come see you, that you have choices for them, and you understand what they're going through at home. We wanna make sure your practice thrives during this time, and we encourage you to learn about what Cairo Health USA can do for you and your practice and making it easy for patients to see you and continue care. to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk it's tech talk What's up, everybody? It's Dr. Jay here, and I am having so much fun with my very good friends, Mr. Brad Koss, Mr. Eric Hoffman, and Dr. Stuart Hoffman. Guys, this has been a great conversation. Uh, I, I love the way it started, to be honest. I mean, you telling the story was about your great-grandmother, right, who, who went to the chiropractor, and she lived the longest. I think 
in our lifetimes, guys, I think we're going to see strong data that besides just what we know in practice and what we've experienced in the chiropractic community, we're going to see strong data that shows that patients who see chiropractors are just healthier and it's going to be irrefutable evidence. And that's, you know, part of Brad and, and my mission to leverage big data to demonstrate that. So I love that story because that's just inspiring and we need to see, we need to be able to show that data and share that data at scale. So I, I loved how we started today. Um, guys, I'm, I'm super curious to know, like, what are you most looking forward to kind of in the next iteration of your businesses? So Eric, let's start with you, like with Cairo Jobs, like what are you most excited about, uh, like in the next kind of the next step for CairoJobs.com? Yeah. So just real quick, uh, we're, we're growing fast and my focus right now is to get the colleges involved with our platform. And right now we, we're working with three of them at the moment, uh, Life West, Life University in Georgia and uh, Logan. And so those three are, are the first we, we're working with to get on board and bring their students into the fold because my belief is if we can get all of the colleges on board, which is a no-brainer really for everybody involved, it's no cost to them, it's no cost to the students, it just brings the students into the fold so that employers can start recruiting and bringing them on earlier than uh, you know normal. And that's what a lot of these big employers are looking to do. So if we can do that, then I think everything becomes more efficient and people are able to get jobs sooner, higher paying jobs, the you know whole economy gets bigger and better. And so that's my focus right at the moment. And that's what I'm looking forward to with the platform. That's great. I'll be at Logan next week teaching. So great. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be talking about chirojobs.com. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Thanks, Jay. Stuart, what about you? Like, what are you looking forward to? What's next? The next best thing? Yeah, well, uh, I actually oversee a lot of things within this company. And uh, for me, uh, the path has always been a, a very busy path, and it still is. And, you know, I think one of the keys to our success has been that we've been able to uh, stay ahead of the trends, what's happening in the profession itself, so that we can meet the new demands of our doctors. And, you know, we talk about, uh, we haven't talked about in a long time, but we've talked about a lot, uh, the whole going through COVID, and everyone's talked about it from different perspectives, but when COVID first hit, we were fielding four to 500 phone calls a day uh, of people, what do we do and what is this? And, you know, and some of it was informational. Some people wanted to debate you like it's our rules, you know, uh, but that's what we got to deal with. And, you know, what happened on day one, day two may have been a different story because things were changing so rapidly in real time. Uh, but we were able to uh, stay on top of it, keep up with it and be able to influence some of the things going on in a couple of the different states uh, to try and help our doctors and well, all the doctors, but it was through and on behalf of our doctors. And I wanna see uh, that type of thing continue. But the number one issue that any of us malpractice carriers have uh, is still, and it will be for a while, the stroke issue. And when it comes to that, I want to have direct influence on being able to stymie that 
and fight back hard enough that these attorneys stop thinking we're just easy prey because we're at a point, a lot of doctors don't realize, but we are at a point in defending doctors that we know on most of them, if their dissection happened before they even ever got to the chiropractor. And just because they went to the chiropractor doesn't mean there's a cause and effect that are a direct hit. And uh, there's been a lot of success uh, once this has been established. So I want to keep on that path. I want to stay on top of that because I look at it that, you know, when I first was getting out of school, it was during the time of the antitrust lawsuit. Uh, and, you know, we won. And I always say, great, big deal. What did we really win? They just changed their modus okay. of coming after us. And yep. it was different things that we don't have time for today. But uh, I think that the stroke issue grew out of that because it is such a public relations issue rather than an actual scientific issue. And I, that's why I like to support and work with the foundation and others to make sure that we stay ahead of that and have a direct influence uh, to move the profession beyond that. Yeah. You know, we had an episode on stroke and uh, vertebral dissection. Uh, I brought it to Jay and said, Jay, you know, there's been, there was a, there was a case that came out and was public and it just immediately, you know, cast a negative light on chiropractic. Yeah. And I, you know, I just said, you know, we're trying to sway the public opinion on something that the public doesn't understand. And, you know, you're more likely to have vertebral dissection from getting your hair, hair washed in a U-shaped bowl. And, and so uh, we brought on a great guest, a uh, top expert, a uh, professor at what, what college was North, he at? North, he was at Northeast. Yeah, Northeast. And it was a great, very interesting conversation, how he approaches it in classes and how he's approaching it as an expert witness. And, and I learned a lot. So I get what you're talking about. That's, uh, I think, a very important subject matter. As Bill Loretti, if you guys, I'm sure you know Bill, and he's, he's definitely an expert in this, in this area, in this arena. He did a great job of breaking it all down for the audience. Um, so yeah, like Stuart, I, I, I feel you. I think, that's a, I think that's an important mission for our profession. And you're so right about just the AMA and organized medicine changing their tactics. You know, we're talking about some of these bills in Congress and like we know that there are AMA bills that or AMA forces that are like intentionally going to fight these areas that increase access to chiropractic for, you know, our patients. So you're right. It's just it's just yeah. a different tactic. Yeah, Jay, let me add one thing to it. It's not even just that. As we know, it's the media. And I was just uh, on yeah. a call a little while earlier today with someone that's become famous in the profession, in the public eye. And uh, they were telling me that when they went on to uh, this TV show, the question uh, two days before the show, maybe it was three days before the show, uh, the question was, well, what do we call you? Well, I'm doctor. I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do we really call you though? Uh, what are you? What? And you know, the media has banned anything 
that is purely chiropractic related for so long. And we learned that through people like Dale Bigtree when he was the producer on the doctor show. And uh, it is just foreign to them to actually work with chiropractic and a chiropractor unless it's a negative story. And that's yeah. where it really comes down. Unfortunate, but we are all involved in trying to change that and make that uh, where turn around because quite frankly, the public is demanding it at this point. They are, right? It's changed so much since when we first started when yes. people would say to me, why didn't you go to medical school? When I tell them I'm going to chiropractic school to now you tell people you're, you're a chiropractor, they're like, oh my God, my neck hurts and my knee hurts too. Like, where's your practice? Like that response is just becoming more and more pervasive because people see the positive impact you know, that we create in their lives and, and in communities and around the world. Um, I saw an article in Fortune magazine yesterday that was talking about alternative methods for treating chronic pain, and I literally lost my mind. Did it include chiropractic? Yes. Did it say it may be beneficial? Yes. I'm like, that's not what the guidelines say. It is a recommended treatment for spine-related disorders. Number the number one. In fact, in only in all three clinical practice guidelines, international clinical practice guidelines, like we we were recommended, like not all this other stuff. And for us to be called alternative is a joke. It's a freaking joke. So sorry for going down that ramp, but like, you're right. We, the media is not helping us and we need to change that too. I, I'm with you. We had the fortune to have dinner with a, a neuroradiologist who is an expert on this uh, stroke issue, by the way, uh, just the other night. And he was sharing that he's been going to a chiropractor for years and <laughs> his colleagues ask him, why would you do that? And he said, because it helps. And it's really that simple. So yeah. we all get to know those stories and deal with them uh, on our own. But, you know, as a whole, the profession deals with it all day, every day. Yep. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it's that time of the day. We've come to the close. It, this has been a great conversation. A lot of different subject matter, but I yeah. want to thank you for for joining us today as guest and father son. And we appreciate the time that you gave us. And uh, we hope that you come back. We hear about you in the future and the things that are going uh, on. And Eric, we for sure want to hear about your, your new venture here uh, before long, whenever you've made some progress on that. Perfect. Yeah. So Thanks yeah, we us. also want to know, like, how can people get a hold of you guys? How can they contact you and your businesses? Yeah. Yeah. So for those who are already with us, thank you. We love you. Uh, for welcome. those who aren't, <laughs> uh, we'd love the opportunity to at least compare and contrast to the malpractice insurance you already have. So, uh, you know, you can reach me anywhere. <laughs> Eric at Cairo Jobs, Eric at CairoSecure.com. Uh, pretty simple, but E-R-I-C, by the way. Uh, but yeah, in terms of Cairo Secure, we, we do always love to give people free comparisons to their policies so that, you know, we can see what we can offer you. If it's better, if it saves you money, great. We'd love to do that. If not, we'd, we'd happy, be happy to support you either way. So, uh, go to CairoSecure.com to do that. Email us at info at CairoSecure.com or me personally, and we'd love to, to help you out. So we appreciate it. Thanks, you guys. This was awesome. Check it was out. awesome. Check out. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Fun. Well, Jay, another successful episode. <laughs> there you go. TikTok. Listen, Love it. we appreciate you guys for joining us. Uh, this will be a great listener uh, podcast, and, and uh, hopefully 
hopefully you'll get some comments and people contacting you. Thanks, guys. From my host, Dr. Jay Greenstein, I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day. See y'all.